Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. I feel the number of people out there being like, what's going on? First and goal. Mahomes flings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! special this was the andy reed special we talked about he was saving all day he's gonna fake a motion to go across and at that moment he turns and goes back hartman who they didn't have right and they go get hartman and bring him back and the game-winning drive of mahomes career he's been waiting for he's won super bowls but he's never had it in an overtime he is the best he is the standard when michael jordan wins it again there's the winner in overtime, walk-off winner. How many touchdowns did Nicole Hardman have during the year? Zero. Zero. Zero is the answer. The correct answer, Johnny, is zero. Zero. Well, that's it. It's the Reed special. I can see it's why Chris Andy could Reed. be irritated it's an, it's an when you hear that. Special. Yeah, it's an Andy Reid special. Well, at least he didn't say it's a Matt Nagy special. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, a nice yeah. play design, wasn't it? Yeah. Fake the motion back outside. Yeah, the Andy Reid special is a cheeseburger. Let's yeah, face that, it. You know what Andy Reid does. Hey, that's the, he said it. He goes. He ends the night. That's good. The night before the Super Bowl, same way. Finish the night with a cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. He says, "I don't say it. He said it. All I'm doing is repeating it." I think I'm going to have a cheeseburger tonight in honor of our friend Andy Reid and the yeah, Kansas City Chiefs winning another Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Hope you enjoyed the game. Hope you had a great weekend. It's Carmen and Yerk. We're rocking and rolling. We've talked a lot about this game. Some of the mistakes. By the Niners, uh, none bigger, it sure seems like, than you know, taking the ball first in overtime. Shani has explained that that's what they wanted to do. There's not a lot of precedent for this. It's never happened since they changed the rule. This yeah. was Shanahan talking about it afterwards. Uh, it's just something we talked about with, you know, the, none of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked with those guys, and we just thought it'd be better. We wanted the ball third. Um, the both teams matched and scored. We wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win, and um, we got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold them to at least to a field goal, and if, if we did, then we thought it was in our hands after that. But uh, like Yurko said, winding the ball third is like taking Carlos Zambrano out of a game, a playoff yeah. game in Arizona, waiting for game five. Yeah. Guess what? Cubs yeah. never got to a game five. Never got to game five. You never get to the third possession. What do you feel like? You feel you, you feel, feel like, like a oof, jackass. Oof, you feel yeah, like a jackass. I was going to say you feel like a jackass. Yeah, but. So I think the play there is to go second, whether you like it or not. Because there's no guarantee it's going to be touchdown, touchdown, or field goal, field goal. There's no guarantee that's ever going to happen. And again, you very much know what is expected. If you have to go for it on every fourth down, you know. If you have to go, you know, if if you're in four-down territory on a third and long, you know. You can design your offense then accordingly. Right, and you can gamble when you have to gamble. Exactly. Right. And so it becomes four down territory the whole way. Look, I, I, I like Kyle Shanahan a lot. I mean, I think people who listen to this station, Waddle and I fawn over Shanny a lot. Sign me up for my favorite football team for Kyle Shanahan. Sure. I'll take him. I think most of us reasonable fans probably would, right? There aren't, you're going, I was talking about it last hour. Like, there aren't many guys that you definitively say even that you want more than him, even though he's had some struggles now with another double-digit lead blown in the playoffs in, in the Super Bowl. Andy Reid, Sean Payton, probably McVay, 
Although, believe it or not, I think that's more of a toss-up than people would want to admit. Oh, well, McVay's got the Super Bowl. All right. I, I, but okay. I mean, there's like three guys, maybe four, you know, most that you take over Kyle Shanahan. So I, I take him, but yeah. there, it's a problem right now, and he's got to wear it. Somebody asked me, what do you think about Purdy? I think it was you that asked me. What yeah, do you think about Purdy? we talked about Purdy a little. Well, he's had 31 starts, right? There's yeah. six in the playoffs. He's 4-2 and two in the playoffs. Lost in the championship game, lost in the Super Bowl. Hard to even count that loss. He played like the first series, remember, right. and he got hurt. Yeah, exactly. In the but it's, title. A it's a loss. It's a loss on his record, whether he likes it or not. You're right. 24. 24 and 7. He's 24 and 7. All that's the games. overall record? That's the overall record. I mean, it's close to 800 it's football. Almost 800 football. Right, man. that's 800 football. You know, Lamar Jackson gets a ton of credit in the world and won his second MVP this year for a regular season record that's been phenomenal. Yes. Right? Postseason, not so much. Right. Postseason, not as much. But even in this case, in two years, he's 4-2 and two, Brock Purdy. He just lost a game that he had to lead in. I right? Know. He had to lead in this yes, game. he did. They were up 22-19 in overtime. And they handed the ball out to his defense. Somebody makes a great play, an interception, a forced fumble, anything. The 49ers are celebrating the Bay Area right now. Yes. Their, their concert they had last night at their facility was the one that was kicking and rocking and everybody was having. And it was sad eyes say so much would have been what the Kansas City Chiefs were doing. But they didn't. So how do you reflect upon a quarterback when your defense didn't stop them? Right? They had to lead. Am I mistaken? No, you're not. So Frisco they had to lead most with. of the game. So They I led think, for legitimately I think, I think, like most of the game. I think Purdy's a young quarterback. Uh, you hope that he gets better. I don't know what San Francisco's cap looks like, but the reason you can do this now is because you've got a quarterback that doesn't cost you a ton of money. Hunter Granny made this year. There you go. <laughs> so can, can you have Hargraves, and can you have Bosa, and can you have Chase Young, and can you have everything that you've got right now? Yes. Sacrifice, but right? at some point yeah. now you've got to start making decisions. On who you had, Debo Samuel with the hamstring also didn't help the San Francisco 49ers yesterday. No, it did not. Right. And he tried and to get up, through he it. He tried but... to go, but he wasn't the same player. And you couldn't use him out of the backfield, right? We were all talking about how much was Debo yes. going to get utilized out of the backfield. Nothing yes. happened out of the backfield last night. Waddle was making the point last week, you know, before you totally lambast Shanny, too. And here you go again. This is even before the loss. He's a good coach. He's still young. And I think he's going to be around. And his team's, another 20 years? Yeah, like, and Waddle kept making the point, you know, look at when Andy Reid won his first. Andy was 61, Yerk, when he won his first Super yeah. Bowl. 61. He had been to one. Oh, he'd been to a couple, right? Uh, at the, well, no, I guess he'd only been to one at that point. There were a bunch of NFC title games. Right. He had been to one. You're right about that. And he lost it. And they'd been in a bunch of title games with McNabb and those good Eagles teams in the early 2000s. Andy had coached 21 seasons before he won a Super Bowl. And now he's stockpiling them. And you know what? I know Shanny's probably feeling it and wearing it a little bit today, and he's got to get that monkey off his back. But he's good enough where you'd figure, and he's creative enough, and he's been good at adapting his offense, where you figure he's going to have good teams for a while. And I think you're, I'm with Yurko on Purdy. I, look, I don't think he's Patrick Mahomes. I, I'd rather have Mahomes. I'd rather have Burrow. I'd rather have Josh Allen probably. Uh, you know my affinity for Justin Herbert, although he's had more success than Justin Herbert for sure. Right. I'd still rather have Justin Herbert. I probably like Brock Purdy more than most. I'm with Yurko. I heard I was listening this weekend. Shea and Tyler were debating it, and Justin was in. Justin was with them. Shea was a little bit more adamant that no, Purdy's kind of along for the ride. I don't know though, man. I mean, like, is it such a slam dunk to say you take? 
Brock Purdy. Uh, is it a slam dunk to say you'd 100% take Trevor Lawrence over Brock Purdy right now? I get Trevor's more talented. Yeah, I understand that. So is Justin Fields. I'm taking Brock Purdy over Justin Fields. Sorry. I don't know about you, but I'd rather have Brock Purdy. Or is that, am I being short-sighted because that's only... Purdy over who? Justin Fields. Yes. Yes. I'm I'm taking Brock Purdy. Absolutely. Is it a slam dunk? So I get that Trevor Lawrence is exponentially more talented. Am am I 100% taking Trevor Lawrence 10 out of 10 times over Brock Purdy? I don't know. I, I think Brock Purdy's pretty good. I could be very wrong. And maybe he gets away from Shanny at some point. They lose some of those weapons. They can't keep it all together because they're going to have to pay the quarterback if this continues. And it looks much different. Maybe. And again, he's not Mahomes. He's not Burrow. But there's some things about the way he plays that position that look awfully good. And he knows what to do in that offense. And he's on time. And he throws in tight windows. And... I think there are some things that you could really like about him. But then there's the other guy, then there's Mahomes, and it's different. And he's truly special. And we, we've known that for a little while anyway, and he just continues to solidify it. When he's got to prop everybody up, when he's got to make a play, he makes a play. He's, ne- he's won three Super Bowls, Jerk. He's never had the lead at halftime. And maybe say, that's playing with fire. Well, it doesn't seem to matter with this guy in this team. And when he and Kelsey have to shine, they shine. And when Mahomes has to be awesome, he's awesome. And I don't, we, don't, we don't have to do the whole, like, look, Tom Brady played 20-something years in this league. Tom Brady's won 35 playoff games, for crying out loud. He's got seven rings. You know, like, let Mahomes' career play out. Yeah. You know, and we'll see. We'll get there, okay? Well, like, we will. Nobody needs to be premature. You don't. You just don't. I mean, like... And, and remember, after after the tremendous run that Brady had early, there were struggles. Yeah, there were a little bit. They got bit. to Super Bowls. They lost Super Bowls. They lost to the Giants twice before they won again. They did. There was, like, a whole second act. You yes. know, I know what you're saying. Yeah. So, like, we can slow play it a little to talk about, well, who's got the mantle you, of the you, goat you, and you all that. You don't get but, points. Nobody's going to give you a point or a... Uh, a, a, a nice little uh, a patch that acknowledges the fact that you were the first one that said Mahomes was the goat. Right. You don't, yeah, get, you that. don't get that. Everybody yeah. wants to be the first one to say, oh, look, at I said it first. It was me who said it first. Look at me. Look at me. Nobody cares now who said it first. But what needs to happen is he needs to have the credentials to take him to the top because three Super Bowl rings is not the top. It's not seven. It's not. Now, let me throw this question. I was going to say, I'll give you this, though, Yurko. I can tell you right now with 100% confidence that I have never seen a quarterback play the position better than Patrick Mahomes. That's kind of what I was going to ask. That's where I was going next. Like, what if I said to you guys, now you have to, now maybe we're being prisoners of the moment, or maybe I am, maybe Chris is. And I I said this two years ago. I don't know what Yurko's answer is going to be. If I said one game, one game out of everybody you can pick, Montana, Brady, Rodgers, Favre. <laughs> I love Marino. I know he never won one. Yurko and I think he's one of the truly greats to ever play. Elway, out of all of them. Fields. Stop it. If I said to you, you pick one, I'm picking Mahomes. Marino. You're picking Marino. Yeah. Wow, the guy who didn't win one. That's balls. That's right. That's balls. That's who I'm taking. That is man's man. Straight out balls. Real coxman. A real he's backdoor a, he's man. A real coxman. All right. Marino had two commercials yesterday. I like that. Black, who you taking? 
Uh, you know, I, I, I've gone with this. Um, Yurko, you mentioned Marino. And a couple of years ago, after the first Super Bowl that they won, I said, I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback play like this outside of Marino and Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron yeah, Rodgers had, had some seasons where he was absolutely the best yeah. I've ever seen someone play the position. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. But Mahomes is in that conversation. Yes. I think he's the best. Marino is second. He's the second best quarterback I've ever seen with my eyes play football. Um, hasn't accomplished more than Tom Brady, but I don't think Brady ever played at the caliber that these guys play at. I don't think, I don't think like more successful. Yes. But I don't think he's like, and I know what you mean. Like Mahomes is doing it at such a ridiculously high level. He is in it. And it's, you see it when it matters most, how good he is. I love how last night, you know, they had a play right. Fourth and one, the seasons are, you know, the games on the line. He takes it himself, right? Like that. Like though, that that's design, the type of thing. I, I that's the that type design. of thing that like Michael would do. I know basketball is different from football, where there's less people involved. So like, you really can take over a game by yourself. But like that, that's a moment. Like I know that they won with the touchdown in the past, but like to me, what stands out was Mahomes decided in the moment where the game was was wow. about to end. He took it himself. I got to put some of that. I got to give some of that to Reed and, and God forbid, even Nagy, too. That They don't do that anymore. That was incredible timing to dial up a play like that. And, yeah, Mahomes read it, as he's going to expertly do because he's awesome. And it was free cheese to steal a line from Stacy. That's what that was. That was beautiful design executed by a guy that is playing this position about as well as anybody's ever played it. And he got a huge gain. The best play he made in overtime was the throw to Rasheed Rice, Rasheed Rice on the third and seven. Go back and watch it. It's the best play he made in overtime. And that's why Mahomes is great. And that's why this team is ripping off this run. I got a question for you. Yes. When did they vote for the Super Bowl MVP? Because if they did it at the end of the third quarter, there's no way in hell Patrick Mahomes was getting it. It was Juwan Jennings. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. They voted. Am I right or am I wrong? Of course. So what they say? We don't have a MVP candidate. We got to delay this thing. We got to wait. And then at the end, they decide to name it, right? But our guy Aaron Donald got screwed over. Yes, and I got screwed over because of the crap. I got screwed over out of four grand. Because there's no way in hell at the end of the third quarter, Patrick Mahomes is the MVP of this game. Thank you, Yurko. No way in hell. Somebody bring me my four grand back. They said we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait because nobody's established themselves in this one. Sons of. And then he got it. It's a gift because they screwed over Aaron Donald. We got full phones on a uh, Super Bowl Monday, we'll call it. The season is over. The Chiefs are champs again. We want to talk about the game from a lot of different angles with you. So we'll start uh, breezing through a bunch of your calls coming up next. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now. Live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Let's grab some calls. Game, commercials, uh, halftime, food that you had that you enjoyed. That was the spread. Let us know. It's Carmen and York. We'll cross talking about an hour, just over an hour and ten with Waddle and Sylvie. All right, let's uh, start at the top here, York. We'll go with Josh in Winnetka. What's going on, Josh? Hey, guys. How you doing? Great, man. Um, so I was in Vegas over the weekend, um, and, uh, we were at RPM steakhouse and I look over to my left while I'm having dinner and, uh, Kevin Warren's over there 
with a uh, what appeared to be a large group. Um, I thought I heard the or I heard the term investors, and uh, he's having dinner over to the left. He gives grace, sits down, takes out his phone, and shows renderings of what appears to be a new stadium. Were you which, spying on him? I mean, how, how close of a look did you get, <laughs> Not. Not spying. He's showing the table. So he's showing the phone. He's, he's got the photo, showing the table. Um, and it appeared to be the lake in the background. So just wanted to give that little nugget. Uh, it could be uh, smoke and mirrors, but uh, interesting. Uh, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. No, Jack, did you, were you there yesterday for the game or did you come home to watch the game? We, we left uh, Sunday morning watching okay. on the couch with my wife. But uh, yeah, we were there uh, seeing a comedian over the weekend. Just so happened, obviously, to be the Super Bowl. Wow. But uh, yeah, was I just it, thought that was, was interesting. It, was it wild? I mean, was just it was it completely wild? It was. It wasn't. At, it, a lot of people don't get me wrong, but you didn't feel congested. Okay. Uh, it wasn't shoulder 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 to shoulder walking around. But uh, yeah, just uh, it was a good time, and I uh, just thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, Josh, thanks, man. Thanks for letting us know. I, I I don't know. I don't know what to think anymore about the Bears in the stadium. Like it sounds like this is for real along the lakefront. Well, I, I it don't sounds know. like you can have uh, artists' renderings and drawings of pretty much any facility you want around the city of Chicago on any plot of land that could host it. I guess I'm waiting yeah. for the one in Calumet City. Right. And I'm waiting for the one in Northwest the Indiana. One now. in Naperville. Remember yeah. they wanted it. Why not? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the corridor, right? W- yeah. The, the corridor. Wake uh, wake us up when you find a place. I don't know. And we were talking about it over the weekend, me and some friends. Like, the lake thing, again, and I don't go to games, so who am I to maybe have an opinion about it? But there's still no room to tailgate. There's no room to get in and out down there. It just seems odd after all this. Frank, uh, Frank is in Joliet. What's up, Frankie? Guys, yesterday was great. I had a bunch of bets going, but the one that hurt the most, I had a four-leg parlay. And I need overtime to hit the four legs. Uh, Mahomes covered on the over rushing. I need a McCaffrey. He ends up covered in overtime. And then I need a Purdy on the 13 yards. It was 12 and a half. But since he kneeled. He kneeled. He kneeled. I, it went back yeah. down to 12. He ended, never ended up getting nope. another yard. It, uh, and I got screwed. It's brutal. And that, Frankie, thanks, buddy. And I even said it when we were talking about those. Those quarterback rushing props always scare me because of kneel downs. Now. Like Yurko said, he got in Mahomes' situation, he popped 66 yards. Yeah. He ain't kneeling down to lose, you know, to lose your over. Right. You're uh, there. You got it. Brutal, Frankie. Sorry about that, buddy. I had a Rasheed Rice anytime touchdown. Mahomes missed him not once but twice in the yeah. end zone. Listen, Mahomes is as great as he is, and we're singing his praises. Not perfect. He missed Rasheed Rice arguably twice yes. on touchdowns. And Rasheed Rice was mad at the end of regulation. You see, he got into it with Mahomes a little. Did you see that? You better be careful, Rook. It's still Patrick Mahomes. Oh, they had a moment on the sideline. You didn't see that? Oh, yeah. Uh, I may have yeah, turned my head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. saw the moment. Uh, yeah, she was pissed. Kelsey and his head coach. Oh, that too. I saw that moment. Yeah. This yeah. wasn't quite as, like, but but there was there were guys pulling Rasheed Rice away, and I'm some I'm assuming one of them was like, dude, you're a rookie. You could be upset a little. That's Patrick Mahomes, so let's take it easy. There's going to be moments. <laughs> but, Yerk, I had a Rasheed Rice anytime touchdown. I was, like, I'm screaming at the TV twice. Mahomes probably had two opportunities to find him. Carton, did you uh, did you catch Mahomes like face after? Oh yeah, he walked away. Mahomes is like, it's not over. Like yes. like like calm down, man. Like calm, we yeah. we got this. Calm and he down, like don't worry. He like kind of looked around and rolled it. Like he didn't roll his eyes, but he was like, I think he was annoyed. He's dude's, like, dude, dude's out of control right, right. now. Right, like we're going overtime. Don't <laughs> we worry, got calm down. We got this. And then he hit him on like I said, probably the biggest play of that overtime. He hit him on that third down conversion. It was awesome. Uh, but yeah, that one I did not cash. Uh, for the second uh, game in a row, second playoff weekend in a row, Yurko, I faded Mahomes and the Chiefs. Maybe shame on me. I, I had Baltimore money line, 
that was a loser, and I did uh, end up playing uh, at minus 125, the uh, 49ers money line. Uh, did not hit, obviously. So that was a loser. My Kittle prop was a loser, but I, I backed it up with a few winners. I did have a McCaffrey anytime touchdown. Uh, Northy and I gave that away on odds couple. We said, listen, it's you're laying a lot of juice, but he's going to score a touchdown. And right. luckily he did. He did. I had the under, and that was a sweat at the end, but uh, that hit. Well, I mean, it took overtime for your easy under to kind of get threatened. Oh, it was, yeah. Yeah. Your easy under was threatened. You know, and it goes end. overtime. You're like, oh, boy. Now I don't yeah. know. I mean, fourth quarter. I've started the fourth quarter. I'm like, oh, this is good. So that one luckily hit. And then uh, I had an IU prop that uh, that hit that was on under 65 and a half receiving yards. So, uh, you know, a mixed bag of a day, but it was fun still to have a little. It was a profitable NFL season once again. So, you know, that's all you can ask for, right? And Here, guess what? All the little, people that got profit. five twos this year ended up celebrating a little bit. It's usually not one to celebrate, right? You know, it stood pat there for you early. Three zero, zero six, I think. You know, three whatever, whatever the it halftime zero, score zero, was. Three zero, and then what was it? Was it six three? I believe I so. I think, right? Yeah. I think that's what it was. Let us say hi to... How does it work, by the way, for the squares when you have an overtime, York? Oh, it's, it's final. Everything is final. Everything's final. Got final. it. Final. Whatever the final is. Not the end of the fourth quarter. Got it. Final. So there is no, like, fourth quarter in that yeah, scenario. We, we've had individuals try to argue if they've got 8-8 eight, eight and finishes 8-8 eight, eight at the end of, you know, that, that they deserve to get something. So, like, it finished 9-9 nine, nine at the end of the fourth, but that's not a winner. That's not a winner it's for anybody. It's got to go to final. Though there is one individual that believes if he had 9-9, nine, nine, he should be a winner. <laughs> Who's that? His name is Jeffrey Crawford. For some crazy reason. He believes he's entitled to some cash. No, I don't yeah, think so. You know who Jeff is, Of right? course. Of course. Let's say hi to... This is Matt in Streamwood. What's up, Matt? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my phone call. You kind of answered my one of my questions regarding you know, Kyle Shannon taking the ball in overtime, so I'm not going to ask it again. But, Yurko, before I ask my main question, can I ask you, like, how do they register sacks? Because I thought for sure that I saw Patrick Mahomes get sacked at least four times before the first half. Is it any time when he brings the ball down, he's considered a runner? So if he gets sacked behind the line of scrimmage, no. he's considered a if tackle he, for if loss? He gains, if he gains any positive yardage yeah. at all. yeah. Okay, so if he's running towards the line of scrimmage like, and there a couple he gets of times tackled. Okay. They brought him down and he had like a one or a two yard gain. Yeah, that's a rush. Right. So it, it ends up being a rush, but it was still an attempted pass. If they would get him at the line of scrimmage or behind, even if the play went for zero yards, you brought the quarterback down, it would be called a sack. Yes. But the minute okay. it goes into positive yardage, it's not called a sack. Yep. He dropped back the pass. He was looking. He went across the line. I looked at it, too, early on. He was just getting like a yard or two yards on times where it looked like he was being sacked. Yeah. Yes, correct. Okay. Thank you. And then my main question is, you guys, regarding Travis Kelsey, like, Yurko, if you were the head coach, would you tolerate that? If him running into your head coach, because he, wow. he purposely tried to bump Andy Reid. I understand he's dating the most popular girl in the world. I understand that, but that should not be tolerated whatsoever. Him, him dating Thanks, whoever Matt. he's dating is not a matter in this situation. Mm-mm. The relationship between the two individuals is what matters. The personal relationship Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid have, and Andy Reid said he caught me off guard, I was off balance, and all of a sudden I went flying a little bit, and then the two of them are going to talk it out. People get emotional. I told you about the fight that Pete Carmichael Sr. and and Keenan McCardle were having on the sidelines. I mean, they were going after each other pretty good. Mm-hmm. Verbally. You know, not physically. But it's the relationship between the two individuals. I think Except that bond those is strong, two guys. right? What? Between those two, I think that bond is pretty strong between is. those two. Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah. So 
That's all I would say. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I forget somebody, A.J. Brown may have tweeted out something about if I had done that, they'd had me suspended from the game or stuff like that. I go, listen, whatever your relationship is with your head coach is the one that you need to worry about. Yeah. I tried to stay away from everybody on the sidelines. Don't get close to me. Leave me alone. And then the one time I, two guys almost assaulted me on the sidelines. Who? Fritz Shermer. Fritz Shermer. You told After us. After I jumped right. off sides on yeah. a fourth, fourth and safe where they were going to punt the ball, they tried to attempt a field goal. They missed. So it ended up really oh, being a bonus for us. <laughs> and I told Fritz, yeah, I should get a plus. I should get a plus. That's awesome. Right? You got lucky there. So I got lucky there in that one. And then Holmgren, after I handled my first mm. kickoff return, he comes over to me and he put his arm around me. He goes, great play. Nice job. Way to get positive yardage. You helped us out there. He said, but if you ever fumble that ball, just don't stop. Just, just go straight to the tunnel. Don't get stop. up. Pack your stuff. And get on a bus back to Cayman City. Because <laughs> if you ever fumble it, just back to Cayman City. <laughs> Didn't you say that you were like you saw him coming and you were trying to avoid him? I was and, avoiding Fritz Sherman. Oh, you were avoiding Fritzy. Okay, Fritz I, I, I in the Metrodome. Those in Minnesota in the Metrodome. That you, and I'm you walking, knew it, and, and I'm angling, and he keeps going. And there's no, I went, I had eliminated myself. Now I had to get off the field like on the thirty. That's so good. And he uh, called me a Croatian blank sucker. Yes, I yeah. can imagine. <laughs> I go, why the racism, Fritz? Well, crazy is not a race, but. Uh... <laughs> I love the whole. Why the story. nation is? I love the whole I mean, story. If you ever fumble, don't stop. Go to the locker room, take a shower, it's okay. pack your stuff. Said, it's okay, and get on a bus back Go to Cal City. He goes and pack your stuff and get out of here. Go back to Cal City. That's the best. Yeah. All right, we got full phones talking Super Bowl. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Follow the show on Twitter at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Only two Super Bowls ever. Or 58 of them. Only two have gone to overtime. Kyle Shanahan's been on the losing end of both as a coordinator and as a head coach. I still think he's a great coach and he's got a great offense, but uh, they keep coming up short. Like we said earlier, he's young and he's got a lot of time, and it'll feel great if he ever does win one and get that monkey off his back. He is only 44, Carm. He's still a young man. He's got still a still relatively young man. He's got a lot of coaching left to do. Uh, you think in, so? In his life, yeah. I would think. Yeah, you would think so. I would think. I don't mm-hmm. think he's going anywhere until he wins one. <laughs> What's that, Justin? I thought Justin said no, something. No, they didn't. Sorry. They got problems over there, though, cap wise. They've got a lot of guys to get a lot of money. Well, and if Purdy keeps playing well and they have to pay him, that that's where it gets interesting, as they always say. 189000 I think, this year, $1 million next year for Brock Purdy. You still get a great bargain. So you can afford to you know, have a slew of players, but you got a lot of guys. You know, Kittle, two catches in the Super Bowl. I know. Do you, do you try to improve on that? Do you go younger on that? How One big play that was negated by a hold by Trent Williams, but yeah, yeah. Not, not involved that much. I'm guessing Kittle's about 30, right? Yeah, he's got to be around there, yeah. Great um, Kittle. How old's Bosa? About 30. What do you plan yeah. on doing with Bosa? Well, Bosa, you know, they, they, Reeves, they got Hargreaves Bosa last year. Hargreaves just got there, right? Hargreaves just got there. They just signed him in the last offseason, yeah. Uh, Bose is okay because didn't they re up him last off season? Wasn't that I right? So. Bose yeah. is only twenty six. I'm just looking, Yeah, young man. You're all right with young Bosa. man. You're okay with Bosa. I'm just saying you got a lot of guys making a lot of money. Let's go to Tim and Beverly. The offensive line is not so good. It's not outside of Trent Williams. It's not that good. Tim's and Beverly. What's Carmen. up, Timmy? Carmen and Yurko. Yes, um, Yurko, we've talked many times. I've talked to you after uh, Bears post games with the great Peggy Kaczynski, and we both love Balmoral. And, yes. Carmen, it's a pleasure to finally meet you and talk to you. I enjoy your program tremendously. Thank you, Tim. 
My question would be, where is Patrick Mahomes if he was drafted instead of Mitchell Trubisky? And that, I, I think it just goes to show, and Yurko, we've talked about this, that my nephew, who runs a lemonade stand that's very profitable, he is in fifth grade right now, he will run the, the Bears better than they run because two Super Bowls, and granted, the 85 Bears will definitely be considered one of the greatest teams. I met Richard Dent when I worked at Harborside. That's where I met Peggy, too. Peggy Kaczynski, class personified. Yes, she is. And I met Otis Wilson, who was inundated on the range just trying to practice. And I just said to him, I said, thank you for the 85 Bears. And he, they were both class personified. You're welcome. But, I mean, guys, how hard is it to get an offensive line? Is there a chance that they're going to draft another quarterback this year, which to me is insane? They've committed to field. That's what you got. And at the end of the day, two Super Bowl appearances since the original Super Bowl began. I'm going to hang up and listen, and I'm going to say it's not hard to be an uh, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes fan because the system works, and the Bears need a blueprint like that to figure it out. Yeah. God bless both of you and the city with health and happiness. And God bless you, America. Uh, yeah, it's nice to be paired up with Andy Reid. Yes. I have a feeling Patrick Mahomes would be great no matter what. Would he be like this? It's hard to imagine this franchise the way we know it winning three titles in five years. It's hard to believe that the Bears could get to the Super Bowl. But I think Mahomes would be great no matter what because I think he's great. I think he plays. I I just think he's that good. Um, But would it look like this without the benefit of Andy and Kelsey? Probably not. Things happen for reasons. (laughs) They happen for reasons, right? And the reasons I'll never understand. He he got to where he got because they wanted him. They identified him. They moved up to get him. Look, yeah, they did. Uh, Could he he have been like this in New Orleans? Possibly, yes. With Sean Payton, yes. I'm a bigger believer that, you know, in Kansas City and in New Orleans, he'd be this successful. Yes. As opposed to Chicago. We did this for years. Quarterbacks come here to die. Just the truth. Same thing with receivers. We did this for years with Joe Montana. The Bears were all set, folks. All set! With the th- their third-round pick in 1979 to draft out of Notre Dame, Joe Montana. And when we tell you all set, like it was two or three years ago. It was during one of these Super Bowl runs with Mahomes was back, right? You know, Dan Pompey wrote a good story about this. If you go back and look in the archive, sure. when Dan Pompey was... Um, um, this had to be while he's been working at the Athletic, because I think it's too recently for anything in the Tribune. At least that would be my guess. And you can read all about it. They were like 90 seconds away from calling in to the league office, Joe Montana University of Notre Dame. And they backed out in the last 90 seconds. They believed in Vince Evans. And I want to say the player they drafted was... Gosh darn it, Yerk. You could help me with this because I was very young and it was like a fringy player that I don't think I really remember. McClendon, does that sound right? Uh, it does sound. Um, uh, who? Wally McClendon or was, some was a linebacker? I think so. Yeah. Right? Uh, I'm sorry. Raymond some, McClendon. Some McClendon. Of, some of the Bears, uh, older, the, the longtime guys can, can help me with that. I can't remember who they, they pivoted to. but Willie was, McClendon. Willie McClendon. There Born you go. 1957, 1979 draft. Yeah. Boom. Willie McClendon. They, they drafted Willie McClendon instead. Would Montana have been Montana without Bill Walsh? Without Jerry Rice? Came out of Georgia. Yeah, that's right. 
Running back. Um, he was running back, not a linebacker. There you go. He was a running back. Running back. So you're... I don't know. I have a feeling Joe Montana was going to be pretty good because I think Joe Montana was great. Would it have looked like the Niners with Bill Walsh and Jerry Rice and that crew? Probably not. We'll never know the answer. It doesn't stop me from always, always saying to myself and thinking, what if? And I I don't know. If you're a Bear fan that never thinks about it, God bless you. You've got a nice, healthy attitude. I don't... (laughs) I don't know how you do it, but I can't watch this and not from time to time think, man, would have been nice. I don't know. I just, that's, I'll be honest with you. Maybe it's a flaw. Maybe I should talk to my shrink about it. I think you need to. Why can't I get over it? You need to. Not even get Doesn't over do it for you. Because I wouldn't say, you like... you can't let it skew decisions you make moving forward. That's no, the problem, no. You can't change anything now because and, of it. And I, and I wouldn't even say get over it because that's not the right way. But to say that you never think about it, like, I don't know how a Bear fan never thinks I about it. I don't. Wow. Raising my hand. I don't think about it. Wow. We I'm missed. impressed, we, Chris. We, I, we blew it. I know. I've moved I, on. I still watch them sometimes and go, man, it'd be really? nice. That's the first thing you think? Is that one of the first things you think of? I just appreciate his greatness. I don't even uh, connect the Bears. I don't think about it either. Bears connection. I don't know if I like, I, I appreciate his greatness. Of course I do. I love watching him play. But but I think about, I, I do, I go, I, I think I'm like, you, man, it would be nice. You know what really uh, upsets me emotionally when it comes to sports stuff in this city is Derrick Rose getting hurt. Yeah, that's that team would have won a championship with Rose. There's nothing we can do about it, but like that to me annoys me more than Mahomes was just drafted by a different team. They're successful. Do you think like Trailblazers and the Trailblazers had a a fair amount of success anyway because they they were good in the 80s and into the early 90s? But do you like do Trailblazer fans like did they ever find themselves six, seven, eight years in like going? I don't know. I, I wonder about that. Like, Man, it would have been nice to have Michael. Like, did you ever think, if you're a Trailblazer fan that's old enough to, <laughs> to have lived through that, I, I, or was it so I, easy to just say, they, ah, had, they had pretty good teams. They did, and, that, and, that, and that's probably what makes it a lot different than our situation. The Bears stink. And so, you're right, Yerk. I, I prefaced it by saying that the Trailblazers had a lot of good teams. Trailblazers played in yeah. some finals. I mean, like, they had, they had good teams. But I do wonder, like, what was the mindset? You know, I I don't know. I, I I do every once in a while. It's not the first thing I think about. No, I appreciate the guy's greatness. I love watching him play. But I do find myself every once in a while going, man, it would have been nice. It just would have been nice if if Ryan Pace, instead of going rogue and telling nobody in his organization what his plans were, maybe would have collaborated. Maybe somehow they would have landed on a different guy, you know? Like, if it could have been a real collaborative process where they worked together and they scouted together. I don't know. I, it's just not so easy for me to be like, eh. It's tough. Eric's on the south side in Tinley Park. What's up, Eric? Good afternoon, guys. Thanks for uh, the show. First time getting through. Been listening for a long time. I want to present to you all something that actually, Carm, you were kind of alluding to in this most recent conversation and a little uh, a little while ago, we brought up Trevor Lawrence versus Brock Purdy. I think there needs to be some kind of shift in 
at scouting for quarterbacks. I say that because oftentimes we look for the guy with the strongest arm, like the Justin Herbert, or we look for the guy who's a stellar athlete, like Lamar Jackson. But if you look at the most elite of the elite, it's Joe Montana, it's Tom Brady, and it's Patrick Mahomes. Not one of them is that superb athlete. Not one of them has that super strong arm. But the difference that the three of these most elite of the elite all have in common is their decision-making pre-snap, post-snap to deliver that ball accurately or to take off with their legs. Whatever it is they have to do, it's their decision-making that has set them apart from the rest of the league. You know, you have that second tier like the Aaron Rodgers and the Steve Youngs. They were also good at that. But these three have that most in common. I think there needs to be like a shift, some type of scouting that values that decision-making. I don't know how it can be done while these guys are still in college, but it has to be some value to it because, as you just said, Ryan Pace missed it big time, and he's not the only one. So I'll hang up now and listen for you all to talk about it. Thanks, Eric. They they do try, Eric, and Yurko's talked about it. That's why, like, these things should all be put together when you're scouting guy. They try that with the Wonderlick. They try it with the new S2 cognition test. So they try to do that, but even that, like Purdy's a good example, right? Brock Purdy, a lot of people were pointing to this in the last year. Brock Purdy had one of the best S2 cognition test scores on record. Mahomes also had a very high one. And so everybody, see, this is it. You got to guess who had a terrible one? CJ Stroud. Yeah. How does CJ Stroud look? He looks pretty good. So they try, but even that is not you know, always going to be able to deliver the answer to you or the answer you're looking for. They do try, you know, but yes, Purdy had one of the best scores ever. So did Mahomes. C.J. Stroud stunk, apparently, but we all like to have C.J. Stroud. 312-332-3776. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Crosstalk coming up in about 40 minutes. Black and Abdallah tonight after Waddle and Sylvie. Tyler's going to be with Black tonight. Uh, Adam's a little under the weather. He hopes to be back tomorrow. Yeah. We got more phone calls. Take those. Chris said this on Friday about the commercials. He was dead on. Like, all these companies do now, basically, is just find celebrities to put in their ad. Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer. And uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Who's the Jenner? Uh, The mom. Chris Jenner, right? Uh, Isn't it right? The mom? Yes. Is she a Kardashian or a Jenner? She's a Jenner. She's a Jenner. She was a Kardashian. She's a Jenner. Chris Jenner. Um, I mean, it goes on and on. I mean, Affleck and Damon. Now, I will say, we need to see more of them. Tom Brady, Ben Affleck, and Matt Damon, and J-Lo, all in one commercial Mm -hmm. for Dunkin' Donuts. All four of them in one commercial. Now, I did get a kick out of the Christopher Walken BMW one, where they were all... Did you see that one? Carm, I was at a facility. Okay, so do you know about the premise of this one? No. Everybody he encounters is doing their Christopher Walken. I'll okay. play a little bit. Nice ride. It's the real deal. 100%. Electric. It's the real deal. Yeah. Thank you. 
Of course. Enjoy your coffee. Careful, it's hot. Thanks. <laughs> Christopher, it was pretty good. Like, I got to admit, it was pretty good. You know, it's like everybody's doing their Christopher Walken for to him. Christopher yeah. Walken. Yeah. 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 I got a kick out of that one, even though it is just like, let's find a celebrity and put him in our commercial. I thought that one at least it showed some creativity. You know, having everybody do their Christopher Walken. I thought the Arnold State Farm one was pretty good, but I, I just like Arnold. I like the way he sounds. Thank you, Agent State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Cut. Hey, Arnold, I'm hearing neighbor. It's neighbor. That's what I said. Neighbor. 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 Hey, let's go again. They finally get to the end and Danny DeVito's standing there to deliver the line. You know, it's not bad. But all it is is celebrities. Celebrities. That, that oh. that's it. That's all it was. Did you guys do what uh, the challenge was from Friday, York? Did I know you said you were in an establishment? But did you keep track of the amount of commercials that did not feature a celebrity that, see, that were not I, movie I, trailers? I didn't count, but I texted Chris and Adam. I'm like, boy, you nailed this one. Like. That's all I see. Did, I think did, there was a Dove one early that was promoting uh, women's sports. Okay. That didn't have a... Uh, Soap. Uh, yeah, it, it didn't have a celebrity. Uh, the, what was the, the app, the, the one where you can shop? It's like, a, it's like I heard it's, a, it's, a, it's an offshoot of Amazon that's Something much like that. cheaper. That, that didn't have a celebrity in it, uh, he and gets it ran us. like 15 times. He gets us, didn't have a celebrity. Uh, depending on your viewpoint. <laughs> I, he's, a, he's a pretty big name, no? Come on, Carm. Who is it? You did not just. What do you? What do you? What do you mean? I did not just. <laughs> you're you're telling me of all names. Which which he commercial? Gets us, he gets us for Jesus. Chris is saying he's got it's a good big point. Name. Jesus is a pretty big name. He's, he's got a big a, name. There. He's kind of a celebrity. He's represented by all. <laughs> you can't even count the other uh, uh, Jesus one because Wahlberg's in it. Exactly. See, that's my point. The, the one for the Lenten season's got Wahlberg. You can't, like, they're trying to do something good, but he's still got a celebrity in it. Are you in charge of the king cake this year? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. I think I brought it last year, no? No, nobody I brought, brought Puchkis. Yeah, I brought Puchkis last yeah, year. Nobody brought the king cake last year. I brought Puchkis last year. But there year. was a king cake earlier in our facility. There was. In the beginning uh, of February. Let me see if I grab one well, of the we got to remember where that came from. Canes. So we can go Raising Canes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Raising Canes canes dropped off at King Cape last week. That's right. So they got them, I guess. They got them. They got to have them. You can't can't bring one without having them. I might try to grab us one then in the morning. Either Poochkies or King Cake. Is either cool? I mean, Mm -hmm. I think the Poochkies are even better. Do you remember those days when the Poochkies used to get delivered here? Like three boxes of these things would show up. And they had every flavor across the country within it. Yeah. Do you guys also feel that uh, with the commercials, once you get past the second quarter, it's all just stuff you've seen before? It's yes. not actually uh, primetime Super Bowl presentation commercials. Okay. It's just stuff Agreed. that kind of has aired. Yep. Well, you totally. can't spend so much on a commercial anymore because you're spending on so much how much it costs. Yeah. So you, your budget for the commercials like $32,000 and then to cost $7 million to put it on TV. Yeah. Your thoughts on the uh, Super Bowl uh, halftime? Do you guys have any thoughts on that? I, I was sort of on in the background. Uh, I really like Usher with his shirt off. I mean, that was... Is that a big fan about that? That was something special. Nipplegate Part yeah, 2? I'm telling Nipplegate you. Nipplegate Part 2. You give me a man with his shirt off, and you're giving me a halftime show. <laughs> yeah, I didn't... Did you like it? Was it good? Uh, I'm I was not smoking an, a cigar outside. I'm not an Usher watching. guy. I'm not, I, I'm not really. an Usher fan, but I thought I did a good job. Okay. 
Yeah. I was on in the background. It sounded yeah, fine. I didn't right. if I liked it. Did you like it? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Oh, it was good. Did. Little John was there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay. I, like uh, I didn't give a rat's ass. I was smoking the cigars, watching through the thing. Yeah. So it just looked like everybody was having a good time. Yes. Yeah, so that's fine. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody's vibing, you know, enjoying themselves. Good for them. I'm smoking a cigar outside the establishment. Super Bowl Sundays, look, uh, we've known this for years yeah. now, what it's become. It is fun. It's, you know, if you do it in the, the right size group where it's not overwhelming, but, you know, good food, good drinks, couple yeah. laughs, enjoy the game. You know, I, I, the shirt that I saw Saturday morning when I went to the store, uh, a lady was wearing a sweatshirt and it said, Trevor, uh, Travis Kelsey's girlfriend, number 87. That's what her sweatshirt said. It said, Kelsey's girlfriend. Kelsey's girlfriend. Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. Okay. Number 87. That's pretty good. That's what it said. Not bad. I started laughing. I was going to take a picture of it, but the last thing I need in St. John, Indiana on a Saturday morning is to have some old blue hair mad at me. Gang, I don't need that. Back all out right? to all your phone calls grandma, coming up. If I can take a photo, please, Grandma. You know, get hit with a cane in the head. No, <laughs> not for me. Anything on the Super Bowl that you want to discuss with us, ring us up. We're back in two minutes.